It's Dr. Stu's podcast at drstuespodcast.com. Yes, it is. Yes, make sure you check it out, drstuespodcast.com. If you don't hear the podcast right off the website, you can subscribe on iTunes, write a nice review, give Dr. Stu five stars. You can do that, and uh, make sure you'll, you'll get an alert so you never miss another fresh episode of Dr. Stu's podcast. Yes, and for those 53 people who so far have liked Dr. Stu's podcast Facebook page, I want to thank them very much, but I want a lot more people to start to uh, go to the Facebook page and, and like it, and uh, you can click right on uh, to the podcast right from there as well. Yep. We sometimes post... Uh, like articles of things that are related to things that Brian and I talk about on the podcast. And of course, iTunes, uh, another place, as I mentioned a moment ago. If you want to email Dr. Stu, askdrstu at gmail.com. That's askdrstu at gmail.com for questions, for comments. He reads them all. Some of your emails, anonymity is always protected some are read on the air unless of course you encourage us to use your first name we'll never use a last name and they're often great conversation starters here on dr stew's podcast podcast number 63 where oh where does the time go but we talked about that on the last podcast that's right and you know it's funny because brian usually you and i can just talk away for 34 minutes today where i'm honored actually and you will be honored to have our guest today uh who's a good friend of mine and a colleague who uh is really supportive of the home birthing world and um, and he's and not from women. He's not from obstetrics or gynecology. He's a chiropractor, right? And what's delightful about it is that after me canceling on him about seventeen times, <laughs> we actually finally got a chance to get together today. So here we are, and I want to introduce my good friend and colleague, Dr. Elliot Berlin. Thank you very much for having me. Hi, Dr. Berlin. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you very much. It's nice to have you. I should start by saying my mom, growing up on Staten Island, worked. She was an office manager for a chiropractor. No kidding. And he's a great guy. I assume he's still alive. He's not practicing anymore. His name, uh, Robert Feldman, and she loved him, and they had a great relationship. He became part of the family, you know. And uh, she had such great relationships with the people who, with the with those who would visit the office seeking care with patients. I should say that my mom is one of the 52 people who liked Dr. Stu's podcast on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> this goes full circle. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. So now, this is interesting because I love it when Dr. Stu brings in other medical professionals uh, who don't do, because it's trying, kind of hard to find somebody who does exactly what Dr. Stu does. But uh, oftentimes, we meet medical professionals who do sort of like... Like um, who who perform medical tasks and care for people on the periphery of what Doctor Stu does? Because I know that although you're a chiropractor, a great deal of what you do, Doctor Elliot Berlin, is you uh, do chiropractic. You show you you care for pregnant women with the art of chiropractic. Correct. And is th that's obviously for a million reasons not like me just going to the chiropractor. Sure. How is it different in, in just the ob most obvious of ways? Different than you just going to the chiropractor? Right, a guy, has a, a guy has a car accident and his wife sends him down to the chiropractor, he gets adjusted. I mean, pregnant women, pregnant ladies who are, uh, who are visiting the chiropractor are usually going for what purpose? Well, fun fundamentally, it's the same. Chiropractic is chiropractic. We do one thing primarily, which is you have a whole bunch of joints in your body, a joint being where two bones come together, and there should be a certain ra a range of motion around the that joint. And if you have too much range of motion, the joint's too mobile, that's one problem. And if you have too little range of motion, restriction, that's a separate problem. That would, that would be our problem, Brian. Is that us? Yeah. Okay. Too so little range of motion. Look at that. You're here. Uh, five minutes. You've diagnosed two guys already. It's uh, my pleasure to help. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, anything at all. <laughs> I, I tell you something about, uh, let's talk a little bit. We'll get to uh, pregnancy here in just a second, but we, we do uh, pregnancy is what this show is all about. But uh, the economics of medicine and treating and, and, and birthing uh, is always a factor on this show. My understanding from our family friend with whom I grew up was that, uh, I guess I say congratulations to you because my understanding 20, 25, 30 years ago was that chiropractic and chiropractors were having a tough time making a go out of it in some areas of our country. Oh, yeah. I think that's still definitely the case. I went to school with about 200 people. I would say probably only half of them are still practicing chiropractic. Mm. So it's it's not easy. Um, we're, we, we're sort of squeezed into a medical system that doesn't really recognize what we do in terms of billing and reimbursement mm. quite as well as it should. And um, and then also you have to, uh, coming out of chiropractic school, it's not like you can go work at a hospital. You sort of have to also start your own business. And they don't really give you enough tools to come out and be business savvy enough to get off the ground. So right. a lot of guys struggle. And, and unlike, unlike physicians these days who are generally coming out of residency program and getting hired for a job, most chiropractors, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, are still sort of independent and have to run generally run their own businesses or, or work in a smaller, they don't go to work for... Cedar Sinai Hospital. No, there's no big companies. You can go associate with a with another doctor for a little while, and then usually start on your own. Right. So you have to have some business acumen, and of course, you know neither you or I initially did. However, you, on the other hand, are very entrepreneurial. Uh, you are uh, everywhere in the birthing world here in Southern California. Mm -hmm. uh, you have how many offices? We have five. Five offices. I see. Now, when I think about chiropractors, I've taken all, I'm not, uh, I have my t-shirt on now. I'm going to stand up because when I think about chiropractors, <laughs> I think they look at you and immediately can make some snap judgments about one's, the way one's bones are uh, working in harmony or not. I'm going to stand up. Dr. Elliot Berlin, take a look at me. And then we're going to talk about women who are pregnant and what you look at, uh, what you look for when you see a pregnant. You know, he never did this with me. Woman. He well, never asked me to uh, give him an assessment of you're his not pelvis. A, you're not a chiropractor. <laughs> you're not a chiropractor. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want me to check well, you out. Can, so here I am. I'm standing. I'm just, should I stand this way or should I face you? Uh, that's fine. That's The way you're standing right now is uh, fantastic. You can see a lot about your posture from the way that you're standing. How's that? Um, uh, well, you know, up in your upper back, you have a curve that's, that comes back. Uh, towards the back and uh, yours is a bit exaggerated and would that be is that like is that lordosis or is that this not? is this is a little bit of a kyphosis oh, where, kyphosis you know, okay. am i going to be a hunchback um no no there's four there's uh there's, there's <laughs> the wrinkles on your forehead there were very concerning brian but i'm not sure if your baby is going to be able to settle down with this kind of posture uh into your pelvis easily there's there's uh four <laughs> curves in the spine two that curve forward so your neck curves forward then your upper back curves towards the back is that normal your lower back curves forward and underneath that your sacrum the foundation of your spine curves back that's the way it's supposed to be normally the two curves that go forward are called lordotic curves the two curves that come backwards are called kyphotic curves and then exaggeration would be a lordosis or a kyphosis. You have a little bit of a kyphosis okay. in your upper back. Now, right? let me ask you something. Dr. <laughs> Elliot Berlin, chiropractor to the stars here Sir. on Dr. Stu's podcast. What would you normally charge for uh, that? No, order? no, hold on. Uh, on, 195. A, on a scale, yeah, I'll write the check uh, outside. On a scale of one to 10, 10 <laughs> yes. being terrible chiropractic prognosis, one being in pretty 
darn good shape, what would you give me? And be honest. Um, I would give you more time. Uh, it's it's hard to tell just in the two-second hmm. analysis what's going on. More than how things look, I want to know how things function. Are the joints, you have 24 vertebrae, uh, are the joints between those vertebrae moving well in all the different directions? Do I have, I, like I have pain well? in my knees, for example? You'd want to know that. <clears throat> in the extremities as well, yes. Yeah. So right. You never know where Brian's going to go I when, wanna, you, come, yeah, when you come not, to the podcast. I'm not sure where you're leading here. But, no, I'm uh, just, I just want information. You know, Obamacare, you can't see a doctor. I figure on the podcast, I may as well see as many as I can. Is this how you're doing it? No, next <laughs> yeah. week we have a neurologist. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, let me, Dr. Stu, of course, uh, you care, of course, uh, for moms and for their partners and for babies. Dr. Stu, home birthing, he's so eloquent about it. And Dr. Stu is just the man. Uh, do you find yourself, Dr. Stu, working in tandem with someone like Elliot, Dr. Berlin, a chiropractor, when you're dealing with a woman who is pregnant? Yeah, my, I encourage all my pregnant patients uh, to seek out um, good nutrition, uh, to a healthy lifestyle, stress reduction, and I often seek them, tell them that they need to be exercising. And if I sense any issues whatsoever, uh, I think that chiropractic is a good way to solve a lot of problems, along with possibly acupuncture. Uh, and yeah, so I, I, but I've incorporated that into sort of my practice. I don't, I'm not in a system where I, I can't refer to a chiropractor because they're not in my book or I'm not in a provider list. I can send people wherever I want to go. And so uh, I think that, uh, you know, Elliot sees a lot of my people and in, in turn, think, uh, Elliot sends a lot of people, I want to thank him because he sends a lot of people my way because obviously he's, uh, one of the things that he specializes in is trying to turn babies to, uh, from breech to head first or prepare their pelvis for that. And he can talk a little bit about that in a second. And, and if they don't turn, then, you know, it's me. I'm one of the few options left uh, to these women who have breech babies. Dr. Elliot Berlin, Dr. Stu told me in getting to know you before you even arrived that you are working on a documentary about breached birthing, which is, uh, which, you know, you might expect that from an OBGYN, from a chiropractor. It's interesting. You obviously have a great deal of passion on, on home birthing, breaches, and all of that. How long have you been working on the documentary? Documentary has been three years in the making. Good for you. It's a short film. Uh, it's just that I'm not a filmmaker. Um, what happens to me is I see, going back to your original question, what is a chiropractor and how does it pertain to pregnancy? A little different than general chiropractic. What chiropractors are mostly concerned about is that you have normal function in the vertebra and, and bones of your spine and pelvis and your extremities. Uh, when, you're, when you're pregnant, the changes that take place, the biomechanical changes that take place, put strain on your spine in ways that you don't have when you're not pregnant. So anything that's not working quite right, anything that's not functional that didn't bother you before the pregnancy will start to show up during the pregnancy. It's not like the pregnancy causes these issues. It just highlights them, almost as if you had little cuts on your skin, jumped into salt water. You wouldn't feel the cuts beforehand, but you would once you're in the salt water. Do you know what the name of the documentary is, or have you not yet named the it? The documentary right now is called Heads Up. Cool. The <laughs> Disappearing Art of Vaginal Breach Delivery. Well, you are a kindred spirit of Dr. Stuart Fishbein, no doubt about that. <laughs> Listen to that uh, documentary title. Tell us a bit of, of what's in the film, what viewers can expect to see, and the overall message, because every documentary has a message, right? Yeah, this documentary is part of our program called the Informed Pregnancy Project. Uh, and what I see working with pregnant women and couples <clears throat> daily, what I see working with pregnant women every day is that they are generally underinformed. They don't realize that there are going to be big choices and decisions to make, and they certainly haven't gotten 
good unbiased information about the pros and cons of the different options. Um, and therefore they can't make good informed choices. And even if they do, it's sometimes hard to find support for the choices that they've made. So with the informed pregnancy project, we're just trying to compile the information, the facts and get them out there in lots of different ways. We have a magazine that we do. We have this documentary, another documentary about vaginal birth after cesarean, mm. um, a, a podcast of a different nature, um, slightly different than this one. And, um, and we're just trying to get the info out. We- we'll talk in a moment about how chiropractors help women who are pregnant and their and their uh, new babies. Before we do that, I have a question: Why are you a chiropractor and not an obstetrician or a gynecologist like Doctor Stu? Because you seem to have such great passion for that area of medicine. Yes, but I'm terrible at golf. I don't really know how to golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I actually thought I would be uh, the world's greatest something surgeon when I was a kid. I took CPR when I was seven, first aid when I was eight, responding oh, wow. to emergencies when I was nine. By 17, I was working in ambulances as an emergency medical technician. I was on my way to medical school, and um, unfortunately, yeah. when I was in college, my father my father passed away at a young age, um, partially from a, a medical mix-up. Um, and I just realized that the medications that he was taking were so strong, and the doctors giving them to him were not collaborating on what they were giving him. And uh, I realized I wanted to, I still very much love and respect modern medicine. Drugs and surgery are life-saving, uh, but they can also be like anything else that's life-saving. They can be overused and they can be harmful. Let's talk about uh, how Dr. Stu gets in on all of this. Now, I understand as a chiropractor, just from my reading, uh, a woman comes, she's pregnant, and she's uh close to giving birth or maybe uh, months out from giving birth. Probably better the earlier she shows up to the chiropractor's office. The idea, one of many tasks you have, uh, Dr. Elliot Berlin, I assume, getting mom in good shape, uh, getting the pelvis and the spine in alignment, all in preparation for a natural childbirth. Right, Dr. Stu? Or, yeah, or just a, just a comfortable pregnancy just as a well. Com- just a, right, just, right. Uh, right, not just the actual birth but to keep mom as comfortable physically as possible during the nine months of the pregnancy yeah, i mean i personally believe that moms have a better chance of success in a vaginal birth obviously i think that the home is the best place for these people to be so they're not intervened upon they're allowed to move around and walk like all other mammals are but i think that that comfort in pregnancy is, goes a long way to having a good mindset and a good mindset then goes a long way to having a successful birth whether it be in the hospital or at home you want you want you know the, the the impression that a woman gets from the birth of her baby lasts for her lifetime, and if she's miserable or uncomfortable the entire time, if she ends up having a cesarean section because the baby was malpositioned and that could have been remedied and we could have changed basically her entire future by doing something as simple as having her in good physical shape and and uh, uh, chiropractically sound, there's no there's no reason not to include that as an option. And again, as Elliot was saying earlier, we just want people to know there's choices out there. Not every woman <coughs> is going to go for a uh, chiropractic appointment. They're not going to necessarily follow our advice. They're not necessarily going to afford it. Maybe their insurance doesn't cover it. Maybe they, maybe they just, you know, it's too inconvenient for them, or they're just not involved. They don't believe in that sort of. Uh, that th- sort of therapy. I know there were some people, and we'll talk in a moment about the history of chiropractic. I told Elliot when he got here, Dr. Stu, of course, you were right here, when I said my mom worked for a chiropractor. So I'm aware a bit of sort of at least, uh, you know, 30 years ago, what felt like some resentment of chiropractors by MDs. But, but before we go there, a pregnant woman who comes to see you, Dr. Elliot Berlin, chiropractor, and a great one right here on Wilshire in Los Angeles, 
it seems to be a no-lose situation. I mean, what could you do with them for them? What could you show them in terms of exercise that could be, or therapy that could be bad? It all just sounds naturally beneficial to the body. Well, I mean, anything that you do has some risk, some downside to it. Uh, the risks with chiropractic are extremely low. We've never had a bad uh, consequence to a mother or a baby from what what I do. Um, our goal is to improve the function of the spine and pelvis, and with better function comes a more comfortable pregnancy and a smoother labor and delivery. So if you have, uh, the human pelvis is designed to have a lot of motion, mm. and that motion, it's an expansion and a contraction. Um, it's designed differently than a man's. If you compare the two pelvises, they look different, and the differences are obvious for that they're for pregnancy and childbirth. If you lose that motion, it becomes much more difficult to carry a baby as you grow and your center of gravity changes and you lose the expansion and contraction that normally helps bring the baby, almost power steers the mm -hmm. baby down into the birth canal. This is an important point, I think, to talk about weight and pregnancy because I know chiropractors deal uh, with weight, with the issue of human body weight because uh, it has seemed to me in my experience when I've gotten older, I've had great, when I've gotten older and therefore put on a few pounds, I've had greater need for the chiropractor. Let's talk about the pregnant woman, Dr. Stu, uh, the weight that might have been there before the pregnancy. Of course, hey, look, uh, no two snowflakes are alike. Some of us are real thin. Some of us are just perfect. Some of us are a little overweight. Some of us are real, real, real thin, and some of us are really overweight. Uh, to what extent does a new, newly pregnant woman's weight matter? And what can the chiropractor do about that? Let's start with Dr. Stu. Okay, first of all... Um Women that are extremely overweight or morbidly obese are going to have a hard time getting pregnant, right? Just that's a, there's a fertility issue involved in that. But assuming that they get pregnant, you want to be in good physical health when you get pregnant. And I am not concerned, as most midwives are not concerned, with how much weight you gain during your pregnancy. Uh, there was no strict thing where you're supposed to gain, like in the textbooks I was taught, oh, you should gain a half a pound a week for the first 20 weeks and a pound a week thereafter for an average of 30 pounds during your pregnancy. Again, having one standard to fit all women is absolutely asinine, but this is sort of what's taught, this is what was taught in residency and medical school to me. I'm not concerned about how much a woman gains in her pregnancy if I know that nutritionally she's eating well. And, and with the midwifery model, we spend a lot of time every visit going through their diet and the frequency of what they're eating and what they're eating and how and, wh and what ratios they're eating protein to other things. And so if somebody is eating healthy and gains 15 pounds in her pregnancy, she can have a nine pound baby. Another woman could be eating healthy and gain 45 pounds in her pregnancy and have a seven pound baby. There isn't a direct correlation from that. You wanna make sure they're eating healthy. We do offer screening for gestational diabetes. If just diabetes isn't present, uh, and not everyone accepts the screening, but if they accept the screening and it isn't present, then how much weight a woman gains is more of a concern afterwards of getting their figure back and, and, and losing some of that weight. Although with breastfeeding, which we universally support, uh, the pounds will usually disappear very quickly up until maybe the last five to 10 pounds, which are sort of tougher to get rid of. But overall, um, I just did my series of 100 home births, as we talked about before. The average weight gain I was surprised for in my practice was almost 37 pounds. The and, that's, and that seems high yeah. based on the 30 pounds, which is what's, I, what's ideally taught. And, and these were women who were extremely motivated to be healthy.
That is just about how much I gained during each of our pregnancies. Yes. Uh, 37 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so and how many have you had? Yeah. Four, We've had right? four. Four. The problem is my wife loses. You've had some home between. births too, haven't you? We had one home birth. One home birth. When did you, uh, Dr. Elliot Berlin, he's a chiropractor, special guest on this 63rd episode of Dr. Stu's podcast. You specialize in, in working and caring for uh, pregnant women. How did that happen? So after uh, I stepped away from medicine, I studied lots of different alternatives and I settled on chiropractic and massage. They make a lot of sense to me to work together. I went to massage school at night and chiropractic school during the day. And using the two of them, we address the full musculoskeletal system. We get rid of tight muscles and tendons and we restore motion to the joints. Uh, when I when I moved, I, I went to Nebraska. My wife is a perinatal psychologist. When when she did her internship there, uh, I was working at a sort of a high volume clinic there, and you get to see patterns. And one of the patterns I noticed was a connection between certain types of back pain and infertility. When I came to Los Angeles, I was studying that connection, and uh, it's sort of obvious where they where they meet. And we were working on overcoming it. And once we were able to start helping women overcome that issue, mm. uh, the office started to fill up with pregnant women. When uh, Dr. Elliot Berlin, chiropractor right here in Los Angeles, office on Wilshire, when you're articulating and extolling the virtues of chiropractic when it's used on pregnant women, uh, we understood earlier in the podcast, yeah, that, yeah, primarily physical comfort, uh, whether it's uh, the alignment of the pelvis and the spine, you know, makes you uh, feel better physically during pregnancy. Does the chiropractors work with a pregnant woman end on the issue of physical comfort, or does it go beyond that? And if it does, tell us a little bit of how beyond it does. Uh, the root is all function in making sure that things work the way they're supposed to work. If things are functional, then the symptoms that pop up during pregnancy, the back pain, the neck pain, the shoulder pain, the rib pain, uh, those kind of symptoms go away fairly easily and quickly too, um, as opposed to chronic issues that people come to chiropractors for. But uh, the other thing is what the function is preparing for a smooth labor and delivery. So number one, that the baby can get into the right position. If there's a lot of fixation and restriction and counter pressure to the baby moving down, it's going to be more difficult for the baby to get down there and then to come through during labor and delivery. So by improving the function, ideally before labor and delivery, but many times during labor and delivery, um, we're doing deep tissue massage and opening up those hips and pelvis, and we're doing chiropractic adjustments to get the joints moving. Yeah, better. some of our clients um, actually have Elliot or his uh, colleagues come to the house during labor. I don't know, you're not allowed to go to a hospital and do your work, are you? Um, I, well, I'm a doula as well. Okay, so as a doula, so you could you could hide you could uh, <laughs> you could disguise your chiropractic work. Is that right? <laughs> I mean, I can do comforting techniques just like a doula. Okay, but you're but technically speaking, as a you're not you're a non privileged practitioner. So you at a hospital yeah. as a chiropractor. Correct, but right. car, you know doulas do therapeutic touch as well. Yep, so. I think uh, I think uh, male doulas are relatively rare. In America, I believe, but our uh, Facebook page has even fewer hits than uh, yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're working. Well, I'll on tell that. my sister to chat to like your, uh, like your Facebook. Page. I'll take this opportunity to say to listeners of Doctor Stu's podcast, he does have a brand new Facebook page sh show on Facebook, a Facebook show page <laughs> on Facebook. Just search Doctor Stuart Fishbine. No, Doctor Stu's podcast. Doctor Stu's podcast. That's right. Search Doctor Stu's podcast, and you'll see the Facebook page. And if a couple of hundred of you just click like, well, that that would make my week. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, I mean, I would. Uh, this is just a testimonial to Elliot and his commitment to to pregnant to you know to women's health in general. I, I, I'm sure you do men as well because you worked on me a couple of times. But but. Um, 
just the idea that he not only did he want to do massage and not only did he want to do chiropractic, but he has in his centers, he has acupuncture as well. And he went on to be, you know, he wanted to become a doula. So Mm. he took doula training. I I don't know anybody that has done that. Mm. I don't know any males that have done that. And I don't know any practitioners who have another trade who've gone on to just take doula training as well. Elliot, I'm sure there are some, but I don't, I don't think of them offhand. I'll take this moment because Dr. Stu mentions acupuncture and all of this and, uh, and uh, sort of this uh, homeopathic approach that, it, that I, I'm gleaning from this conversation that you take when you can. Uh, spend 30 seconds on, on whether or not we in the Western world are hitting the mark in terms of treatment of pain. Uh, when it comes to treatment of pain, we, you know, we're lucky enough to have a lot of different options. I think that the options that we use holistically have a lot of potential and a lot less side effect. There's less of a downside to them. And uh, they're a great place to start. And oftentimes we can alleviate the source of the issue mm. and not need to move on to more invasive things that come with more side effects. What do you, yeah. make, what do you make of the battery of pharmaceuticals that are produced every day, consumed in the hundreds of millions by folks, whether it be uh, you know, hydrocodone or, or Oxycontin, to, to uh, relieve pain? I think that they have a place. I think that if, you know, with traditional means, if you're able to get your body back in shape with chiropractic, massage, physical therapy, uh, and different types of yoga and Pilates, those types of, of exercises to keep yourself healthy, and you still can't get out of pain, right, or the pain is too overbearing, then the medication sometimes is a great crutch until we can work with you more. Or sometimes what we have to rely on because uh, with holistic means we, we can't get everybody. But what they don't do is oftentimes address the source. So if you're driving your car along and all of a sudden the oil light goes on as an indicator that something's wrong, you know, holistically what we're trying to do is change the oil so the light goes off. But sometimes allopathically with drugs and surgery what we do is cut the power to the oil light. So it goes off but in another hundred miles your engine's going to fall out. Right. Right, interesting. Excellent analogy. That's interesting. A, that's an yeah. excellent analogy. Yeah, smart, right. smart. Yeah, you bring some smart ones by here, Doctor yeah. Stu. Yeah, you do bring some smart ones. Now, I remember. Are you surprised? No, no, I'm not. <laughs> you're sounding. You're sounding surprised. Don't by bristle it. at that, Stuart. <laughs> it's a genuine compliment. I love this guy. Doctor Elliot is one of the greatest. I like him. I remember Doctor Ed. We had. I mean, all these people yep. you bring into my life. We've had doulas. Yeah. We had. Uh, some healers. Yep. We had uh, some naturopathic people. I learned a lot uh, having the privilege of sitting here on Dr. Steve's I'm still podcast. trying to get my good friend Kathleen Bradley, who's a maternal fetal medicine specialist, to come on. But, you know, our recording times just don't seem to fit with her schedule. <laughs> come so on, Kathleen. We'll get we're on. Have to do a mi- maybe we can do a midnight recording some night. <laughs> Dr. Elliot Berlin is uh, got a new documentary coming out about breached birthing he is a chiropractor who specializes in pregnant women the documentary is called heads up we'll talk more about that in a moment i mentioned to you guys earlier that when i was a kid my mom was an office manager for a chiropractor dr robert feldman we called him robbie (laughs) he was like a family friend hey rob hi rob oh he's the best one of the salt of the earth one of the greatest guys i've ever known in my life he's no longer a chiropractor i think now he literally works for a construction company because he because he went out of business yes i remember him sharing with me that he felt and we got a chiropractor right here and we got an md dr Stuart fishbein OBGYN, right there i understood for a long time there was it was not the and look at you guys you're you know got your both sitting back you're almost touching i understood there was not a very cozy relationship between the md and the chiropractor i thought that the 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 md kind of looked down his nose at the chiropractor who couldn't even prescribe medication if he wanted to is that has that gone away or is that riff still there uh, uh elliot 
Uh, the answer to your question is yes, it has gone away and it is still there. Uh, here in Los Angeles, I have a lot of support from the medical community. Uh, there are some who, who see the results of what we do and they constantly send clients to us and they know they're going to get good treatment and get well. Uh, and there are other ones who are much more skeptical and not that into it. The difference is our clients get the best care when the holistic team and the medical team work together. And so in the case of Dr. Stu, you know, he practiced more of a midwific model, which is more holistic, which means we're not just looking at the, at the pain, at the source of uh, the symptom, but we're looking more at the roots. And that's why Dr. Stu cares about nutrition and other things that most doctors don't really look into. It's not, it's not part of their model, the allopathic model. And chiropractors are also in the holistic model. When you come in with back pain, the source may not even be in your back. We look at you as a whole organism. And so our clients do the best when we work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the collaborative model is what uh, I've, pre- I've preached from this pulpit many, many times about midwives collaborating with obstetricians, and I think you get the best care when that happens. And also with, uh, with other, uh, what we call allied health professionals or, or other doctors um, who do sort of naturopathic or homeopathic remedies. Because ultimately our goal, if you, if you really take it, is for the best for the client that we're taking care of. And the problem with the current medical model, as I've said many times before, is in the six or seven minutes you're allotted for your annual checkup. Uh, besides, you know, all the labs that you're doing and your x-rays and your EKG and stuff, before you even see the doctor, you've ordered all these tests, even though if you don't need them, they don't even know that they order them routinely. In that six or seven minutes, they're not going to have time to get into those things and find out that, yes, when you're sitting in the car for long periods of time, your wrists go numb or your, your back starts to bother you. Or whatever. That, that doesn't even come up because there isn't time. So how, it's hard to collaborate in that model. Mm-hmm. I think that the whole model of healthcare needs to change. And, and currently, all the uh, legislation, all that stuff, isn't addressing any of these sorts of needs whatsoever. D- Dr. Stu, when it comes time, when you're caring for uh, a, uh, a mom, a, a very soon, you know, to be mom with the baby right in her arms, uh, how do you, when it comes to the birthday and catching the baby, right? Not to let me, catching the baby. How are you? See, we're teaching. We're teaching, Brian. The I see. It's you're doing a great job. Uh, thank Client, I'm a, catching the baby. I'm a, right. I'm a pretty, not patience. Pretty quick study, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, not I'm, bad. Well, we are six, podcast 63. <laughs> yeah, so. you're right. If I was screwing it up now, it might be the end of the line. <laughs> How do you, Dr. Stu, when Never, when when a female who's pregnant has spent time uh, with Dr. Elliot Berlin, how is the birthday delivery catching process benefited from some significant time that mom spent while pregnant with a chiropractor like the great Dr. Berlin here? Well, sometimes it's not really visible because in order to know for sure, you would have had to have identical twins pregnant. One got chiropractic and the other didn't get chiropractic. But in general, I mean, look, at I'm just looking at overall my statistics and the statistics of midwives who have clients who follow this model. And, you know, the satisfaction is greater. The vaginal delivery rate is greater. The unmedication rate is greater. Uh, the recovery seems to be faster. Uh, and that's from my own observation. It's clearly not scientific, right? Because I, I really have never compared my 25 years in hospital birthing, where I didn't pay any attention to this stuff or, or or minimal, to the last four years where I've sort of changed the whole picture of how I practice. But ultimately, I think that, as Elliot has said too, women who are feeling good, women who are healthy to start, are likely to be healthier mm. afterwards, faster recovery better mental state, less depression, postpartum, all the things that 
that the little things that's hard it's hard to necessarily pin down very well said dr stewart would seem to me dr berlin that if a pregnant woman spends a lot of time with the chiropractor well i'll ask it as a question how many what percentage after they've given birth continue to be chiropractic patients because they've enjoyed it so much and they feel the benefits in their own uh, in their own body so our practice is primarily prenatal and postpartum care, but uh, a good number of our patients who come and switch over during pregnancy stay. Uh, we do still about 80% immediately pregnancy and postpartum, and the rest are mostly friends and family and women who just want to keep coming. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, and most of the people who, who, who in my practice see chiropractors or see acupuncturists during the they, they they tend to because they're conscientious about their health they tend to be healthier overall and i think that that makes it and you asked me does it make a difference with this yeah i mean it's it's a bigger picture but it does make a difference and again since this is such a memorable moment in a woman's life they should do everything they can i mean it's like preparing to give birth should be like preparing for your wedding mm-hmm. and we've we've used this analogy before mm-hmm. i mean you would never wing it and no. you wouldn't you would not interview the the pastor who's going to marry you you would not check out the venue where you're going to have your marriage you would not taste the cake before you uh, got married you would not you know check with your caterer and your party planner and all that stuff ahead of time you wouldn't just wing it so the idea that you got an insurance card you go to your gyn you go into labor you report to the hospital like 10 hours before you should have reported to the hospital and you're stuck there and and then all these things it's it, it it takes some planning and if you plan properly you generally will will be satisfied with your outcome, whether it is a successful vaginal birth, or whether you end up with a cesarean section or interventions. If you plan ahead, then you know you you can't. You're unlikely to go wrong. As always, very well said by Doctor Stu. I think I found the name of this podcast: Pregnancy. Just don't wing it. <laughs> I think that might be an okay one. All well, right. we'll, we'll, we, Brian and I always discuss the <laughs> yeah. names of our podcasts afterwards. We want to like thank our guest, Dr. Elliot Berlin, a chiropractor, a chiropractor who specializes in pregnant women, working on a documentary about breached birthing. That's called Heads Up, and we'll have more information in the future about that documentary. He practices right here in Los Angeles on Wilshire, and we thank you for, for your time. Is there anything else you want to plug, promote, or mention? Uh, no, I would just say that uh, to, to see the documentary, heads up uh, visit informedpregnancy.com and uh, just just to know that it's it's a short documentary with the history of vaginal breach delivery and why that option is disappearing can and people, can and people actually see that now uh, or are you waiting are you going to put that up no, soon but it'll be up you know in the fall mm-hmm. fall 2014 and that website again is informedpregnancy.com what we'll do on dr stew's podcast facebook page we'll put that information renee are you listening renee is listening we'll put a link up on the page oh my and, mom will be so happy to yeah. See us. <laughs> well, yeah she's dr stew's also, biggest fan yeah i'm gonna friend your mom and also and also we want to know uh do you have another website that is your berlin website yeah for our therapeutic services it's drberlin.com d-o-c-t-o-r-b-e-r-l-i-n.com all Great, right Elliot, all right uh, thank you for coming by Elliot Berlin he is Finally. a chiropractor <laughs> <laughs> great to have you and of course Dr. Stu is here all the time usually we try to do it looks like we're doing maybe a couple of shows a week sometimes at drstuspodcast.com listen on iTunes like his Facebook page Dr. Stu's podcast show on Facebook share the podcast share the podcast this is what we say share it put it share the podcast tweet it out put it on your Facebook page email it to friends if you want to email with a question for Dr. Stu Ask Dr. Stu at gmail.com. He reads every 
email. Yeah, I got a couple this week. One of them I got to show you. It was a real nice compliment for you again, Brian. Oh, please. Always uh, send those over I immediately. Know. Forward it was those really over. Nice. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Dr. Stu's podcast. For my friend, Dr. Stuart Fishbein, I'm Brian Whitman. Have a great day.